Welcome to the Omni Balanced Life Podcast, where our mission is to empower people, restore balance, and change lives. I am your host, Jamie Cleewe, owner and founder of Omni Balanced Life Center in Naples, Florida. It is my passion to bring to you information on the most unique and effective ways you can reach optimal health. Welcome everyone to the OmniBalance Life podcast. We are continuing our Get to Know the Practitioner series. And today we have a very special, I won't say guest, but we'll say Omni family member um, in the area of chiropractic. And we are talking with Dr. Kevin Michaelitis. You can say Dr. Kevin, if that's too much of a mouthful for you. Um, And we're gonna talk about chiropractic care. Um, It's one of the very important pieces of our overall health, and we're so excited to have Dr. Kevin on board with us. So we're going to jump right in. Dr. Kevin, welcome to Omni, and just tell us a little bit about yourself and why you do what you do. Well, um, I pretty much grew up in a chiropractic office. Um, I was diagnosed at a very young age uh, with scoliosis, Mm. and for those of you that don't know what that is, it's actually a curvature in your spine and um it was detected pretty early with me i was pretty lucky but i was Mm. having some discomfort when i was young younger i was athletic and playing sports and um, i was having some back pains my parents um they took me to a chiropractor and it was detected um like i said at a pretty young age and it takes some time to correct something like that so um i was going to pretty routine chiropractic adjustments and um yeah, I mean, I'd always loved it. Always felt really good to get adjusted and to um, get treated and have my joints manipulated and motion restored. And um, and with this chiropractic over care over time, um, my scoliosis was actually corrected. So, wow, that was yeah, going to be my question. Like, sure. well, yeah, I mean, did it totally uh, get corrected? That's impressive because yeah. you know. Um, wow, that's a that's a great uh, outcome, right? It was a life changing thing for me because um, you know I always just had chronic muscle spasm and um, chronic joint pain, and to actually have that corrected and get my body functioning again the way it was supposed to. I mean, I not only felt better, but even athletically, I was able to um, do things on the playing field. I'm, I'm a big soccer player, uh, oh, nice. or I love playing soccer, but. Um, um, no longer had any discomfort doing that and um, just day-to-day activities as well. I mean, um, just felt so much better going to the chiropractor. So Nice. So what I was thinking of when you were talking is kind of break down some of that mechanism of action, you know, with scoliosis and how it, you know, just feeds out. And you, you were saying muscle spasms and pain and Absolutely. stuff. So how, how does that, you know, how does that all happen? So um, when you look at someone's spine from the back, it should be straight. So if your spine is straight, that means that those joints that allow those segments to move, they're in alignment. They move the way that they're supposed to. And when everything functions properly, um, usually you feel pretty good. Your muscles are able to contract and expand the way that they're supposed to. Um, there's very little inflammation, if any, um, your joints are lubricated, but when those, when those joints aren't aligned properly, when there's a curvature in that spine, think about like the gears of a clock, Mm -hmm. like if the gears of the clock are misaligned, Mm. they'll still move, but they're not going to move as smoothly as they should if they're in, in alignment. So your brain looks at that curvature as dysfunction. Mm. Your brain knows that your spine should be straight. Yours isn't. So what it wants to do is it recognizes that that instability, it recognizes that dysfunction and it wants to stabilize it. 
So the first thing that you see with uh, people with scoliosis is chronic muscle spasm. Mm. So the muscles spasm around that area of dysfunction to stabilize. So when I palpate someone's spine or palpate someone's muscles um, around their vertebral column, always find chronic muscle spasm. Mm. We find inflammation in the joints because once those joints lock up in that position, again, the brain's trying to adapt. It's trying to get you to, to get on with your life with the fact that you have that curvature. Mm. So those joints are always, um, the capsules over those joints are always kind of swollen. Mm. Um, the person who has scoliosis will notice just increased range of motion, chronic muscle spasm, because those muscles are always working to stabilize that curvature. Mm, so when you call on those muscles to actually do the job that they're designed to do, which in the case of your postural muscles, their job is to keep you upright. Mm. Prolonged sitting, prolonged standing, you start to notice muscle fatigue, um, some discomfort and things, mm. like, and things like that. So um, yeah, that's pretty much what we usually see with, with people. I mean, usually there isn't an injury there. It's just kind of like, have this pain in my back. I don't know where it came from. Mm. It's been bothering me for a while. And then I'll check the patient alignment, check their spine, and then we notice that curvature there. Wow. So it's amazing, right? How many different things get affected from, you know, uh, just a small portion of, you know, something being misaligned. Yeah. I mean, the job of your brain is to maintain balance and it doesn't matter what system we're dealing with. I mean, Mm. it can be the digestive system, Mm -hmm. the immune system, reproductive system, the brain is in a constant struggle to maintain balance mm-hmm. and we see it musculoskeletally um, and there the way that we see it is in your posture mm. i mean if you look at um, everyone's posture like everyone's posture is different mm-hmm. like if you were to just walk um, go to the mall and see people kind of walk walking walking in the mall some people have a high shoulder on one side mm. some people might flare their foot some people are a little bit more hunched over than other people um, your brain is always playing a tug of war. It's always trying to maintain balance in your body. And when you have a scoliosis like that, I mean, it's it's another obstacle that it has to help, that it has to help um, stabilize. Mm. Even though I had that curvature, how come I don't walk leaning to the side? Mm. My brain is always <laughs> trying to keep my eyes level with the horizon, which means that some muscles in my back are working harder than the others. And um, eventually that happens over time, there can be a breakdown down down the kinetic chain and that can lead to injury. Mm. Yeah. It's amazing just how many, how how interconnected we are. You said something else um, about digestion and just immune function. So talk a little bit about, you know, how chiropractic impacts that, because sometimes people might think, oh, it's only the spine. We're just talking about the spine. Sure. But, you know, there's so many other layers just because of the way everything works. And you're talking a lot about the brain and and all that kind of stuff. So talk a little bit about that. I mean, most people that come to see me, the reason why they come to see me is because their back hurts. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's usually the issue that brings people in. But Mm -hmm. Um, chiropractic is so far beyond just popping a joint mm-hmm. or unlocking a joint or, or, or back pain. I mean, mm-hmm. we really are changing the body neurologically when we adjust mm-hmm. someone. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that um, chiropractic helps with digestion and you know immunity and reproduction has to do with the stress response in the body. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of the times, and the way that we were taught in chiropractic school was, you know, this nerve travels here, so the bone pinches this nerve, you're gonna get dysfunction in this area. That's true, but only 10% of the time. Okay. That's caused by nerve compression. And that can happen if you have like a severe osteophyte or bone spur, or if there's a severe disc herniation pinching that nerve. But most of the time, if there's an issue physiologically that, um, 
you're feeling, the way that chiropractic can help with that is through the stress response. Mm -hmm. So when you come in here and you're in pain, the way that the brain helps you deal with that pain is by releasing stress hormones. Mm -hmm. Now, the most common stress hormones are norepinephrine um, and then um, cortisol and uh, and adrenaline mm -hmm. right and then when once those once those hormones are released into the body what they do is they pull blood away from areas of growth areas of growth meaning digestion reproduction um, immunity and it takes it to areas of stress areas that you need to survive mm. um, so that fight or flight mechanism is completely activated when you're in pain your body's not worried about digesting your lunch or fighting off that virus that you might have been exposed to it's worried about like getting you out of pain surviving mm -hmm. and so what happens is that that blood's in areas of your muscles so your muscles tighten up to protect um, that muscle flows to your heart rate, your heart rate elevates, um, it goes to your brain so that you can be alert. But if those, if that blood is always in those areas, if you're always in a, in a um, state of, of, of vigilant, a state of, um, um, of fight or flight, think about it. I mean, that's high blood pressure. That means that I was just going to say that, that I was just like, could that be? Yeah, why is I, yeah, sometimes if you're always blood walking blood. around with increased cortisol, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's blood sugar. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's diabetes. Mm -hmm. um, so some of these like chronic stress mechanisms, just being in this type of stress over a period of time can lead to more, more chronic issues and physiological issues. So when I adjust you, what we're doing is we're decreasing that stress response, decreasing your pain level, decreasing that inflammation that's in your joints. Um, allowing that blood to flow back to those areas of growth and um, get things functioning again. I mean, why do why do um, people who are stressed out all the time have stomach ulcers? It's for that reason. I mean, mm -hmm. if that blood flows away from that digestive area, well, when you're going to get dysfunction in that digestive area, right, right, exactly. Um, how come people who are stressed out all the time get sick? Mm -hmm. I remember in chiropractic school, you know, the the week after final exams, I would always get sick. I'd come come down with a cold or something like that. Because during that final exam period, I'm always, um, you know, I'm, in, I'm activating that sympathetic nervous system. I'm staying up late. I'm stressed out. Mm -hmm. And then the result of that would be, be getting sick. Mm -hmm. Same thing with people trying to get pregnant. You know, they, um, you know, they're stressed out. It's, it's difficult to get pregnant because right. that blood is away. It's in areas of stress. It's not in areas of growth. Yeah. So um, from a pain perspective, just getting that patient out of pain, we're allowing those those other areas to function the way that they were designed to. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. And I'm glad you brought that up because one of the, you know, we, as our listeners know, we address the the person as the mental, physical, spiritual, emotional. Those are like the four, you know, main pillars. Um, but that it's and some of our other uh, tools that we use it's all about you know um detecting the stressors sure and bringing harmony and everything back into balance absolutely um, because exactly yeah, exactly right so this is just another layer for sure of how uh patients or you know can achieve bringing balance and harmony back to the body you know because there's you know there's lots of modalities that have a little bit of crossover with others, but that's what we do here at Omni. We like to bring in all the different specialties because there's obviously things that chiropractic can reach Absolutely. that other modalities cannot reach. For you know, sure. so there's benefits to all of it, but more specifically, and I'm I'm glad we're honing in on um, these more specifics because I think people yeah. have a generalized. Sometimes people have a generalized thought of chiropractic, and they don't really know how deep it really goes or all the different layers that we're affecting. Absolutely. Okay.
Um, so and, yeah, so it, it, that I just think it's amazing that. And you brought up a good point too. I mean, um, there's more than one. Um, when it comes to an injury, there's more than one component. I mean, a joint cannot lock up and misalign without overstretching a muscle. So a massage after an adjustment would be really, really good. Um, you know, as far as inflammation, I mean, as soon as that joint locks up in rotation, um, the brain tries to correct that problem by releasing inflammation into that joint capsule. So doing a mod modality that's going to decrease inflammation. I mean, um, it all goes hand in hand. I think we're a good team here. We can kind of work off of each other. And um, yeah. yeah, but I wanted to bring up something else because you and there and this is another thing about chiropractic. So there's a, there are a few other modalities that you use in conjunction. Sure. And then chiropractic has a lot of um, different, I'll say what tech, like would we say techniques? techniques. Is yeah. that a, a good yes. word to use? So Absolutely. yeah. So what are some additional techniques that you've been trained in that you like, yeah, you know, sure. that you find helpful? So um, I always try to, I try to gauge the patient. So I do that through, um, usually through a thorough exam. Um, I'll do some orthopedic tests. I'll check you neurologically. We'll check range of motion. But, and that usually is what I use to determine what style of chiropractic that I'm going to use with you. Um, I have patients that love the more physical adjustment, you know, mm -hmm. the, the twist, the pop. Some people got to hear the cracking mm -hmm. noise. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And um, that's totally fine. I mean, if that's what you want, um, I can accommodate that. And um, sometimes I do find that that gets you to the finish line a little bit quicker as far as care goes. Mm -hmm. But everybody's different. And, it, and sometimes it depends on the condition that you're coming in with, too. If I have somebody that has like a herniated disc or like a really hot disc, well, that's some, some person that I wouldn't really want to twist or put a lot of force into because then, you know, you, you run the risk of maybe, um, you know, flaring up the issue a little bit. So I would adjust that person more face down, more in a neutral position where we're not going to compromise that disc or that joint. So I would do like a drop table technique on someone like that, um, which is a technique that I'm certified in. Um, and I do, like I said, I'll do the manual manipulations, like the, the Palmer method, the twist and pop on some patients. Some patients I'll use an activator, which is like an impulse adjuster. Mm. Um, I might, I find that effective for people who maybe are really arthritic. They don't have a lot of movement in their joints. There's a lot of inflammation there. It's a more comfortable adjustment for them. Mm. Um, and maybe some, or a person who may have like osteoporosis, which is like bone weakening. Mm -hmm. um, again, they all do the same thing. It's just what I feel would work best. How I how I feel would the, the patient would be the most comfortable in receiving the treatment. Yeah, that's that awesome. Because sometimes you know I have people as I'm trying to in, uh, introduce. Well, maybe not even introduce, but just have that dialogue about what the benefits of chiropractic would be. And then a few of them are like, if if they've had unfortunately had a bad experience sure. or perceived not really understanding what's going on, they're like, oh no, I don't want them to touch yeah, my neck. You know. Yeah. And so I encourage them to speak with you about that Absolutely. because knowing that there are other ways to do yep, things yep. and that you're not going to, you know, force somebody into, Absolutely, you know, doing yeah. something that they don't want to do or they're not comfortable or get an explanation For so sure. that they understand what's going on For and sure. that they are comfortable. What happens too is um, I'm big on ed education as well. I kind of feel like if I can explain it to you in a way that you can understand, well, then you're on board. Um, and then it, it kind of makes you feel more comfortable because you know exactly what I'm going to do. And as far as technique goes, um, not every te technique is as effective on that specific individual. Like if you're afraid to get your neck popped, 
well then you're going to be on the table you know laying there tight um, your muscles are going to be tight. Like, you're going to be resisting. This is it. not working. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to use that adjustment on you. Right. I'm going to use an adjustment where you're in a neutral position, where you're relaxed. Maybe it'll be a lighter modality, mm-hmm. but it'll be more effective for you because mm-hmm. you're in a relaxed, relaxed. Yeah. Way. And then maybe once they develop some yeah. trust and, you know, things like that, then yeah. it, it can kind of go. And then you brought up another good point was, um, you know, sometimes patients um, are like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to go see a chiropractor because then it's going to keep me coming back. Part of that is is just the way that the body works. So, I mean, chiropractic is managed care. When we make changes in the body, um, it takes a little bit of time. Like if you think about going to the gym, you can't go to the gym like once a month and expect to see increased muscle tone or like, um, or even like cardiovascular, like, um, seeing like increase in your respiratory function. Like it takes a little bit of repetition, a little bit of consistency. And it just, it just takes that with the body. So um, I understand sometimes where it's like, well, I don't want to get roped in because, you know, that's going to keep me coming back. So what I tell patients is like, when you come in here and you're in pain, the number one goal is to get you out of pain. And that will usually happen relatively quick because as soon as we can unlock that mm-hmm. joint and restore function, mm-hmm. that inflammation is going to go down, that muscle spasm is going to clear out of there. The problem will be stabilized, but it won't be completely corrected yet. So then it's kind of up to you. It's like, well, all right, do you want this problem to come back in the future? If not, we can work on it. We can do a little bit of repetition, put you on a little bit of a program to stabilize this problem. If you're more the type of person where, you know, it feels better, I'll see you again the next time it flares up. And I, I have patients like that. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to force you to do something that you don't want to do. Right. Because like I said, usually I find that the 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 treatment isn't as effective if you're not on board yeah but um but yeah i usually try to have somebody go on a little bit of a program so mm-hmm. that we can stabilize and make those changes so it's not that we're just trying to get you to come back because you know we just want to keep seeing you and seeing you there is uh, uh there is a reason for it i mean we're trying to make changes we're trying to correct the problem i mean that's why you're coming to a chiropractor and you're not just taking a pain a pain a pill. pain pill right exactly. and i try to explain to people that um, and you're, you're talking about all the key points. So we all educate around here and I, we get the same thing kind of sometimes about massage too, you sure. know, but you know, in order to affect change and, and involving the neural, you know, neurological system, one of, you know, what, some of the things that I work with, it's about neurological reprogramming, yeah. right? So as yeah. you ha- you've been, we've been in this pattern, the brain's been For in sure. this pattern, you know, trying to mitigate these symptoms and then yeah. you can't just wave a magic wand no. and that goes away. Yeah. Um, but I do tell people, look, we want to get you out of crisis and then and then kind of like we need to look at we take better care as a society my opinion we take better care of our cars than we take care of our bodies right and so i explained to people like look you would never even dream of trying to put gasoline in your car and then driving indefinitely without having to put more gas in it right okay no you can't do that well you know that your tires are going to eventually wear even if you're balancing them even if you know so there's a great relationship between that analogy um and that yeah we are not just um, I don't, I don't like to use the word like fluff and buff or this is not like spa activity. You know, we, we're really looking to partner with our clients and patients for the best optimal healthcare. I, I think Absolutely. people are shifting their thinking, yep. um, in that realm and that there is some maintenance involved. So I'll usually say, listen, everyone's maintenance schedule is different for sure. You know, we were just talking about my husband earlier and we were talking about, you know, leg length discrepancy. And then we got into the scoliosis conversation, you know, someone like him probably needs more consistent care 
because he's got a uh, you know a physical dysfunction that For is sure. an anomaly that's not going to go away. Yep, yep. You know, someone like myself, I definitely know that I benefit from uh, chiropractic adjustments, and things sure. have shifted as I've gotten a little older. Sure. But I don't you know necessarily need to go you know as much as he does. For sure. Yeah. But that said, I encourage people, let's not wait. Let's figure out what is that maintenance routine look like for yeah. you yeah. so that you don't end up running in here with your hair on fire in crisis exactly. um, and that we have to, you know, kind of do the same thing and triage you again. And, for sure. For you know, sure. and then, so so yeah. we try to educate people and encourage people to do that. And yeah. it's not, as you said, we're not just trying to get you to come back. Listen, I, I want, I would love nothing more like a healthy person if you got to the point where you didn't need any of this um that would be awesome yep. but we do need to maintain ourselves and maintain our bodies well it's like you said um and like we talked about at the beginning of the of the podcast is um your body's always trying to maintain balance and so um sometimes people are you know they, they hurt themselves and they're like oh well it'll go away well yeah maybe the symptoms will go away but the problem doesn't go away mm -hmm. um your brain like it, it's trying to maintain balance it's always going to lay down scar tissue it's going to spasm muscles to stabilize that injury and then it's going to recruit another area to work a little bit harder um, to do the job of the area that's not functioning eventually that catches up to you um robin you peter to pay paul that's yeah. what i <laughs> like you said about the um about the car you know mm -hmm. maintenance in the car mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'll look at x-rays with a patient and we'll see some arthritis like in the neck or in the back. And they'll say to me, well, you know, that's just, that's, that's normal for my age, right? Mm. Arthritis is not normal. No. Um, it's common now, mm -hmm. um, but it's not normal. Arthritis is bone decay. Yeah. Um, you know, our bones are on the inside of the body. We really can't see what they look like, mm -hmm. but if your teeth were decaying and you smile in the mirror, right. you'd be able to see that, right. see that, right? And then you're going to run to the dentist. Right. But sometimes you don't know what's going on internally. Right. Um, but yeah, that arthritis, that's an accumulation of scar tissue. Yeah. Um, and that, we've been programmed, which is a whole nother podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. We've been programmed to accept yep. these certain ailments. I mean, sure. obviously none of us are escaping, you know, the aging process. Process, but you you definitely can see the difference in clients and patients that take their health and do these different modalities to keep themselves well and the condition of them in well into their 90s cognitively functioning well driving playing golf playing tennis Absolutely. you know and and they're into that they're eating well they're not overdoing it with the alcohol they're you know maintaining themselves so you can definitely you can see, see the difference between those people Absolutely. so yeah we've been roped into thinking especially when you're seeing pe people, I don't know, even as early as 30s, 40s, 50s yeah. with these aging quote unquote ailments and For just sure. kind of going, oh yeah, it just sucks to get old. Yeah, and, you're yeah. like, and I'm thinking, heck no, yeah. ain't happening. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, to use, um, like I've had a 30 year olds in my office that mm -hmm. are like, well, maybe I'm just getting old. And I have and to like, say, no, that's, that's, that's not it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, that's, that's not the answer. Stuff. Sorry. Going on. Eh, wrong sure. answer. <laughs> so. and, you know, we talk about anti-aging and things like that. I mean, for me, you know, like for what I've seen in my office, um, anti-aging is just, you got to move. You got to yeah. move your body. Mm -hmm. I mean, our bodies are designed to move. They're, mm -hmm. um, they were created to do that. And so what do we do as a society? You know, we go to work and maybe we sit at a computer for eight hours a day. And then we're tired, and so we come home and we sit and we watch TV or read a book again. And um, you know, your body—I mean, it craves movement. When you're movement, when you're moving, I mean, your muscles are are functioning. They're they're gaining strength. Blood's flowing where it's supposed to flow. Yeah. And um, yeah, just this sedentary 
lifestyle that you know I, and I think you know technology kind of plays a part in that too because everything is just so easy now yeah but um, yeah just again a whole nother podcast yeah exactly we could go on <laughs> well I'm gonna ask um you if you were to give our listening audience just like a tidbit like a little sure. chiropractic tidbit that sure. we they could walk away Absolutely. with what would be your favorite that you so, would give? um for me posture is so key um, and you know, a lot of the issues that I see people coming in with in the, in my office is posture related. Um, the human head, believe it or not, weighs 12 to 14 pounds. Mm. So think about like a bowling ball, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how, mm-hmm. how many people bowl, but if you were to pick up a bowling ball, like that's pretty, that's a lot of weight mm-hmm. and that's how much the human head weighs. So when we're sitting upright, like when you're sitting in a good posture, your earlobes are over your shoulders, your hips and your torso are, are at a 90 degree angle. That I'm checking would, myself yes, right now. Yes, and I actually have a little straighter too. <laughs> But um, when you're sitting like that, the weight of your head is distributed evenly down through through your spine, through your body. So when we're sitting like that, we're in a good position. We're not stressing the joints. We're not stressing the muscles. The minute that head comes a little bit forward mm. on those shoulders, that 14 pounds falls right to the base of your neck and your upper back. Mm. And um, you know, for, for the computer workers, I mean, when you put your arms out in front of you, naturally your head wants to come mm-hmm. forward. If you're a driver, um, you know, if you're a, or if you work at the computer, you, even just cooking, cell phones, mm-hmm. reading, mm-hmm. Um, you really have to make a conscious effort that if your arms are forward, you're pulling your your head back. So your ears should be over your shoulders. And you know, we get to a point sometimes where like it almost feels weird to sit up straight. It does because right? we're so used to kind of slouching mm. and then those muscles are contracted over a period of time they lose that elasticity and then it's like oh it actually feels better to slouch mm-hmm. slouching is not good it's mm. going to cause a problem so mm-hmm. uh, my biggest tip for the day is just um really make sure that you know you're, you're sitting up straight and it's standing when you're standing too mm-hmm. and if you were to come in um to omni balance life center i'd be happy to give you some tips um some postural tips and show you in person we're going to do a like. posture check here at omni balance yeah. life center today just walk around and yeah. make sure everybody is <laughs> where's, where's doing the right thing yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> well dr kevin we are so blessed to have oh, you here so happy to be here and i i know there's just so much more to chiropractic than sometimes what you know people can conceptualize and and just you know it's really enlightening listening to you share all the i'm sure there's more intricacies but just the the few that we've talked about today should give our listeners a really good idea of how important chiropractic is um, and and how it can benefit them and just what what type of care you as an individual take in making sure that you're giving them the right style of treatment that we're definitely not looking to injure and that also um, we didn't touch on that but you know you also um, for most people probably rec- would recommend and we have sourcing for um, x-rays to kind of take a look at things and sure, so on and sure. so forth I mean um, like I said I usually do a very thorough exam and um, it, it's, it depends on the history it depends on the injury that you're coming in with um i would say i don't x-ray everyone that walks in the door i mean if i can rule out you know some of the major things through palpation and exam um, then i'll do that but um yeah there are some times where an x-ray is indicated and i'll let you know that Mm -hmm. and um it's a pretty easy process here um as far as obtaining those so but yeah um i don't just x-ray everyone that walks in the door but usually after an exam if there's a um a red flag for me i will Mm -hmm. definitely do the right thing and and get a better look at the area or the region that we're working on awesome awesome so good well uh we just encourage everyone to contact us or contact dr kevin he 
here at Omni Balance Life Center, um, you can go ahead to our website, check out his bio and profile. You can even book online. So we're just so excited. Thanks, Dr. Kevin, for joining us. Thank Everyone you. have a wonderful, blessed day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Omni Balance Life Podcast. It has been a pleasure to bring to you information on the most unique and effective ways you can reach optimal health.